Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. My name is Mark Stevenson. And this is Mark Vila, and today we're here to talk about how to get found on Google Maps. Yes, we are. <laughs> and so um, there's a story behind this All right. because I, I've been it, I've, I've been talking to a lot of small businesses outside the industry lately, and when when I look at what they do or what they don't do for marketing. Um, it's really frustrating to me that they're not taking advantage of the, of the one thing that Google will do for you that one of the biggest companies in the world will do for you mm-hmm. to help you market your business is free and so few people do it. And, and that's getting on Google Maps and using Google My Business. Yeah, and um, it's, for those watching video, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm adjusting myself here. I was having some issues. Okay. Well, he's adjusting his microphone. My For microphone. those of you not on video. <laughs> my, my microphone and camera was something happened there. Okay. So, um, yeah, this is actually a real pet peeve for anybody who um, is in marketing and pays attention to stuff like this, that if you can't find a business, it, it, I, I almost don't understand it. There was, uh, there was a new restaurant that opened up here not and and a couple folks wanted to go there some friends of mine can't we can't find it anywhere well i know it's there i just drove by it you know it was what my friend says and i was like well i can't find it uh i'm like are you sure they're even open long story short we did not go there right Uh, because we didn't want to take the risk we just went somewhere we knew was open and we found out a few days later then we drove by i drove into the parking lot and i said oh they're open and but they're not on maps yeah. So, I mean, you could be, you could actually be in the parking lot of a business mm-hmm. and not believe it's open. Even if you see people going, going <laughs> out, I will still check. I'll pull something up. I was, um, I was at a um, meeting somebody at a restaurant inside a mall. Yes, they are still open in some places um, outside of a mall in, uh, in Tampa. And I'm in the parking lot outside a restaurant that's, you know, maybe, you know, a two minute walk away. And I pull it up to make sure that it's open before I got out of the car and grabbed the table to call the customer. So, so really, it's, it's an integral part of what you should be doing for marketing. And a great test to see where you are in all this is don't Google your business. You know, but if you uh, go to Maps, for example, and search for custom t-shirt business or embroidery business near me. And then just look and see if you show up how it looks and um, who else happens to show up ahead of you. Yeah. This is one of the easiest things to not do because you went on there, you're registered and then you don't do it. You don't look yourself up. Right. You know, like that, you know, there might be a lot of things that you do, you know um, but you don't necessarily try to Google yourself and see how the listing looks or Google map yourself and see how you are. Um, If you're in different areas of town, 
you know, when you look this up, you know, see how you look, who else is around you. It's, it's a good little bit of research to do. It's really simple. It's a hundred percent free. It takes yep. a couple seconds and you can actually make a difference in how much business you get from this. And it, it really has nothing to do with whether or not you have a website. Yeah. So, yeah. so, I mean, if you just had a professional website done for thousands of dollars, there's no guarantee that's going to show up in a local search. Yes. It will not show up on maps unless you specifically tell Google you're there in, in one way or another. You don't even have to have a website for Google to put you on the top. That's right. There are plenty of places that I um, look at, typically restaurants. I love, you know, trying and seeing new places. And there's plenty of them that don't have a website at all, or their website's a Facebook page. Right. You know, or their website is just a link to uh, one of those menu aggregate sites, you know? So if you, if, if you have a Facebook page, which you will, because we're going to talk about that in this podcast too. Right, right. If you don't have a website, when you go to Google, you can put your Facebook page there as your website. So you're connecting all this stuff together and uh, the internet will figure it out and will reward you for doing so. Yeah, so this really isn't just about um, how to get found on Google Maps. Mm. It really is kind of, we're going we're gonna to talk about the ways and the whys for... Um, for how to get found locally, you know, for local SEO. So people in your area can find your business. Well, let's so I know start we've got some, some numbers here. Yeah. I was just going to say that. Give us some numbers. You go first. You go first. I'll okay. Go. So you'll, you'll find variations on these, on these kinds of stats. Um, slightly different everywhere you look, but it's all amazing. Um, I look today and 86% of people find the location of a business using Google Maps. So that means that um, 86 out of 100 of your potential customers, if they're looking for you or a business like you, will find you by, by going to Google Maps and typing in the name of the company or the type of a company you are. Yeah, and I would actually have another, another stat I was going to mention, which actually mirrors this, but there's a couple words that are slightly different, which is really interesting, right? So um, if, if someone's trying to find you, they're going to go to Google Maps and try to find you, right? Mm -hmm. um, in addition to that, when somebody's trying to find a local business, um, I saw some stats off of Brandify, um, which I'm going to assume is a reputable sort, uh, source because their name sounds like it's modern and cool. <laughs> um, no, but I've seen the, I've seen their stuff before. In yeah. Serious, all seriousness. They said 77, 77% of people use Google maps to find a local business. So these are both, these are two things that, um, the stat mirrors itself, but if somebody is looking for you, looking to find information about you specifically, they are more likely to go, go, go to Google maps. Mm -hmm. Um, and if they're looking for somebody like you because they don't know you exist yet, they're more than likely to go to Google maps. Yeah, that, that's a great, that's a great way to put it. Now, um, another great stat that should be encouraging to all of you, uh, folks out there is 86% of people, um, sorry, 61% of, pe of people who perform a search on mobile phone are more likely to contact local businesses who have a mobile friendly site. So if, for example, you've got your Google Maps listing and they do find you and your website looks good, they are, uh, you know, six out of 10 of them are very likely to make a purchase. 
Yeah, that's that's pretty fascinating too. Um, I would say then um, it's important to have a mobile friendly site, obviously, for more yeah. more than more than these reasons. Yeah. Um, and it maybe makes a case that if you don't have a mobile friendly site and maybe you're not in a position to um, change it today, then you switch that over to your Facebook page or something like that. Because I think you would be. Oh, that's good advice. Yeah, you'd be more likely to um, to get some gain somebody's trust by at least putting them at a place that doesn't look like it's almost been abandoned. Yeah. Which is scary. That's the scary part, right? If you go to a website, it's not mobile friendly. You can't read it very well. The text is all over the place. So you make some assumptions immediately. <clears throat> Just I do. Go on a date to, with somebody who comes up in disheveled clothes, a dirty face, you know, and their hair in knots. You're going to make right. some assumptions about that person. And that's, it's the same assumptions you make about that website and that business. Yeah. Very, very true. I think that, um, you know, if you can say, especially like where a restaurant, like I won't go to a restaurant that has a, has a terrible website because I assume that they, um, or Facebook page, because I assume that's the kind of attention that they pay to, to the food as well and to the building and to the people in it as well. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Um, give us another one. That's, I'm yeah. So um, I really like this because it ties into one of our other podcasts and that is 80, 88% of customers view online reviews as a trustworthy, as a personal recommendation from a friend. Mm -hmm. So, and where do you find, I mean, if you think about yourself and you're searching for a business, it's a plumber, it's an electrician, it's a carpet cleaner, it's a custom t-shirt printer or embroiderer near you. I mean, how do you determine if there's more than one? First of all, when you plug that in, you know, how do you pick which one to use? You're normally you're going to look at two things. You're going to see which one is closest to you because they're going to be the easiest and you're doing this from your cell phone. Um, and then you're going to look at which one is the closest to you that has decent reviews. You know, if you've got um, three people that have a, have four star reviews and then one that has two, you're not even going to consider the two star review company. And all that stuff is, is displayed and it's aggregated, you know, in Google maps specifically through doing Google reviews and Google My Business. So that the whole system is designed to help people that are, are looking for your kind of a business find you and help them make a judgment on whether or not they want to visit you or buy something from you by how close you are and how good you are. So, you know, this one software, uh, Google My Business, for example, is uh, free by Google and allows you to aggregate all this stuff in one place so you can be found more easily online. Yeah. Yeah. It's the fascinating part to me about that is how many people um, do trust online reviews as if it's, as if a friend told them. Yeah. That's a, it's it's a, um, when you, when you step back from it, it's almost mind blowing that some word, a, a person's name, you don't know a review that you've just read and uh, some visual gold stars um, mean as much to you as if one of your friends would have told you to go. Yeah. And honestly, um, I've seen some information to say that people will trust the online reviews more than their friends at time. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's uh, more of them. Yeah. There's right? more of they're, them. And they're objective and, and most people really don't like their friends tastes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, they're, they're quietly judging them in the background. Yeah. That, that's, what's that's really funny, but it's really important. Um, and these reviews are going to show up in Google maps, right. You know, kind of where we're, we're talking about this, it's going to show up there and it's really going to help it's going to help drive people to want to click and investigate you a little bit more. 
Yeah, so and we, right. we're going to say the same things a lot of uh, over and over again a lot in this podcast because we're struggling for ways to make, to make an impact on you so you'll remember to do it and take it seriously because it'll make that much of a difference. Um, I've got one more stat that I want to throw out there. It's the biggest one. Yeah. And that is um, recently, so far this year, there has been a 900% growth in mobile searches using near me or today or tonight in the search term. Yeah. So you can tell like most of that is going to be restaurants near me, what's happening in Tampa tonight, you know, uh, what's open tonight, you know, things like that. But out of 900%, a big percentage of that, or at least some part of that has got to apply to what, um, to what you and the rest of our customers do. Yeah, it absolutely does. Um, and actually, um, did some research on this um, last year, Mark. I'm sure you'll remember where we talked about the uh, the growth in people wanting uh, on-demand T-shirts. Yeah, and and people looking for things near me and today or tomorrow. That the growth of of people seeking um, immediate kind of immediate uh, satisfaction, immediate results on getting things, ordering things last minute is actually growing. And for somebody who might be listening to this, or if you know somebody who's had a t-shirt business for say 20 years, they'll probably say 20 years ago, it wasn't a big deal if I told somebody it would take two weeks to make an order of t-shirts. Yeah. And today, if I say two weeks, you know, uh, it seems like I'm ancient. I need to say five days, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Um, Or maybe less or maybe tomorrow sometimes. And, um, that's going to, it's going to increase over time. So if you own a piece of digital printing equipment, like a white toner printer, or even, or even an embroidery machine or a DTG printer, you can print things today and tomorrow. And that gives you that big advantage over somebody who maybe cannot do that. I'll I'll tell you a 10 year old story. Okay. Um, I actually did that. I, um, I had a, a business called better presentations. And I was looking and I was about to go to a meeting literally the next morning and I didn't have any logo apparel. So I Googled it and I found Big Frog over on South Dome Avery. Okay. I, yep. And I took my polo in and they printed me a shirt while I waited. Yeah. You know, I and mean, that's just got it. That's just got to happen so much more often now. Yeah. It, it, it does. And the stats, uh, when we, when we studied this, we showed, um, just skyrocketing stats, um, to the point where big brands are noticing this, you know, so there are big brands out there that are noticing the need for, um, for anything customized to be made today. And it's been growing. You, you've seen it been growing if you haven't paid attention, but you know, Walgreens and CVS, they made the move of customizing mugs and picture frames and posters and things like that in store when the, um, when the, when the photo labs were failing, the photo labs were failing. So they, so all of a sudden there's, you can buy a mug with your picture on it at Walgreens and get it quick. So Anyway, point being is people want things local. People want things fast. Um, I had done some additional research um, for a different uh, article that I was writing, and it was talking about the growth of nearby things, the growth of local. Yeah. And um, there's it, there's a huge, uh, it's a cultural shift of buying local. 
there's there's pride in in buying local from local farms and local breweries and local restaurants yeah. and uh and local businesses people feel um it feels um the stat that i had talked the the, the information i had read had said it feels almost like you're doing charity work yeah because you're giving money to a person that you almost feel like you're helping them. Right. So, so folks would prefer to give up to you. And I'd read that 34% of people surveyed in 2020 said that they would pay more to buy something they know was local. Yeah. And honestly, honestly, they do. We talk about that all the time when we talk about pricing for custom apparel. And that's um, everybody loves and hates Amazon at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I haven't talked to many people that have bought a custom t-shirt from Amazon. Even though they even though they they sell them. Right? I I don't like I I'm not looking for a custom t-shirt or a custom embroidery for somebody, you know, that's strictly online. I'm looking at the place that I drive by every day. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got a retail establishment, then I know me personally, I'm looking for you. Like I really don't want to you know, if I can't find what I'm looking for locally, then yeah, sure, I'll, I'll go someplace else. But it's, it's exactly like that. When I got some other shirts embroidered with a logo on it, there's an embroiderer that has a, uh, has a kiosk in the mall close by. So I took two or three shirts up to the local person and had them embroidered, you know, where I could have just ordered that online from anywhere. But what yeah. did I do? I was in my car. Yeah, yeah, right. And I, and I looked for embroiderers near me and I saw there was one in the local mall. So I took my shirts and I went there and I had the embroidery file and I just got them to, to sew it out. Mm, I'm sure all our customers love that you bought shirts and brought it to the embroiderer. They love that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which makes a bit of a case um, to, uh, or to when you're placing an apparel order to actually get a couple popular styles in sizes and keep some in stock yeah because when you get somebody um like mark stevenson who wants to go to the mall and buy a shirt then bring it to you to embroider on so when you make a mistake he can he just give you this very rude tone um <laughs> uh, you can ha- you can actually have stuff in stock and say actually i have this in stock um buy it from me it's a better deal you know whatever you want to do and, you know, and actually actually i i ordered my blank apparel from colemanandcompany.com <laughs> then why were you in the mall getting it done when we have embroidery machines at coldesi we do mark but i don't embroider <laughs> and our staff is very busy it's true it's hard to so rather embroidered. than so rather than pull michelle out of training yeah you know i I, I paid true. somebody. I supported one of our local customers. Yeah. By giving them the sewing work. It's actually true. It is hard to get stuff done because our, our staff is busy. When we want embroidery work done, it takes a while or digitizing. It's the hardest yeah, one it, because they spend so much time training and helping people, which is, it was interesting. It's a commercial for them. They deserve it though. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so now that we've uh, gotten that through, uh, I have another, a couple other stats we can kind of spit out, spit out here. Okay. Um, so one is we talked about that 77% of people use Google Maps to find a local business. Um, second place was Facebook at 38%. Now, that's obviously some overlap there because you because people will use more than one. I'll use more than one. I'll use Google Maps. I don't particularly use Facebook to search for a local business, but I know people who do. I definitely mm-hmm. know people who do. 
Um, so people will use both. So it's, you know, again, it's a case that you need to be on Google Maps, but you also need to be other places. And we'll talk about that. But um, the stat, the two last stats I have were 25% um, of these searches that people, when they're searching for a local business on Google Map, are in their car. Yeah. And um, because they are on the road um, or going somewhere or are running errands and they decide they need to make an additional stop or they want something else. Um, and I had another thought on that too, is that, um, uh, well, actually I'll spit up another stat and finish the thought. So 59% of them were done at home. So I'm assuming the other uh, percent was done while they were walking outside. I don't know. Boats, bicycles, planes. Yeah. I mean, it could have been any of those things. Um, all of those things were the other, the other percentage, whatever that was, 15% were in other spots, but 25% of the car, 60% at home, roughly. And uh, the, one of the reasons why this is happening is uh, that, I, I, that I had thought about was um, a lot of your customers don't necessarily live near you exactly. They might, especially if you're in a more uh, rural area or if you're in a more suburban area, um, if you search for an embroidery shop, for example, where, where I live, 20 minutes is the closest place. Right. You know? um, but then again, everywhere is almost 20 minutes away from where I live, you know, um, but it's more very good point. Out, right. So the reason what I will do when, you know, when I'm looking at that is um, since, it, since it's not really dense around me and it's, and it's a little bit more spread out before I leave the house, I go onto Google maps. The reason why I go onto Google maps is because I want to find an embroidery shop to stop at, to talk about my business shirts. Then I need to find the print shop where I can go get my flyers and brochures printed. Yep. And then um, I'm trying to do that all around visiting a customer that I'm going to go see and maybe uh, picking, you know, picking something up. You know, so these are four errands I plan on running today. So they'll, you'll look at it. Um, you'll look at it at home to kind of plan that route, which is why Google Maps is so important because oftentimes the decision somebody's going to make to stop by your shop or talk to you um, or being able to pick, recognizing that they might be placing the order over the phone or over the internet at first, but they're going to be picking up the item from you. Um, and the distance that you are is really important to them. Yep. Agreed. So um, do we want to talk about how to get all this stuff done? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, this is the, this is the easy and short part right here. I mean, honestly, it's, it's, it's super simple, which yeah. is why we went out and found those statistics to help motivate you to do it. Because <laughs> yeah. otherwise we would just say the following three things. Yeah. Go to Google, my business, fill it out. Mm -hmm. Go to Bing places, fill it out and go to your Facebook for profile and fill it out. Or your Facebook business page. Business page, right. Not your personal Facebook profile. Thank you. Profile I mean, you can fill out yeah. your personal profile if you want to, yeah. but hopefully nobody finds that when they're no, doing it. No, it won't get found because right. nobody's going to try to push that to the top. What's going to happen if I'm in my car and I type in Mark Vila near me? I don't know. That's interesting though. Probably, yeah. probably not anything interesting. Probably uh, some business that doesn't make sense. There may be like an arrest record or something like that. <laughs> no, I don't think there'll be that. One of those booking pictures. <laughs> I have to do that now. Well, I, I'm doing it too. Um, Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. Oh, nice. And I get, I get LinkedIn. Wait, where are we? There we go. I get LinkedIn and I get experts and authors at Cold Essie. There we can you, is it? 
Mark Vila near me. If you can see that, I don't know, but it said Mark Vila near me and we got CA pot. We did a good job. I know. We didn't even, this was unplanned. This was, this <laughs> As are most things. An, an unplanned things. miracle. Um, now, if I look up Mark Stevenson, uh, I know what, you're my contact, so that's interesting. Yeah. Your address comes up. I can show that. Sure. Uh, and there's also an architecture company. Yeah, I don't, I don't like to talk about my architecture business. <laughs> oh, no. That's <laughs> okay. uh, in downtown St. Pete. So anyway, um, the reason why, this is just all great. This is all great. This is the easiest thing to do. If you're, yeah. And if you haven't done it, um, you don't have to advertise to anybody that you haven't done it um, or how shameful um, it is. Shameful. <laughs> There's a lot of shame associated with that. So, uh, so um, yeah, just surprising. Yeah. yeah, just do it. Surprisingly enough, the website that you need to do that at is called Google My Business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's going to Google My Business. It's really easy. This is actually in, I think, one of our cold SE dailies. And uh, I, it's part of the, this whole thing is part of the Custom Apparel Startups uh, t-shirt business course mm-hmm. is how to fill out for local SEO. I mean, basically you're just going to go down line by line and fill everything out. You're going to put your logo, a picture of your business. You're going to do a nice description of it, put in the hours that you're open. Um, you know, make sure that, that you're presenting a, a decent image, you know, pictures of the inside and the outside um, to the world, make sure your address is right. Um, and then they'll either, Google will either send you an email if you have a business email address. And by that, I mean, if it's Mark's t-shirt shop, then if your email address is Bob at Mark's t-shirt shop, they'll send you an email to confirm that you really own that listing. And then if you don't, they'll sometimes send you a postcard. If the address doesn't match, they'll send you a postcard with a code number on it. Comes about three days later. We just went through this exercise for the um, Coldesi Clearwater pickup location for the warehouse. So we created a separate um, Google Maps profile or Google My Business profile because people were coming to the main office on Del Mabry oh, yeah. to pick stuff up. So now when you're looking for Coldesi Warehouse, you should see that the pickup location is over in Clearwater. Right? So Google My Business is very simple. The only thing I believe on that um, on that page that you're not going to fill out is um, when you click the button that says website on there, it means you want to create a website because they have their own little free website tool. Okay. Uh, everything else is, um, is very self-explanatory. And, um, and then did the, we also can get into, you know, when we're talking about filling that out. Oh, I remember what I was, I was something else to say before we move on. Um, you mentioned about pictures on there. So, um, our Coleman and company profile, I will get emails from Google, from Google, my business weekly, um, that let us know which one of our pictures got attention, um, and things of that nature. And they will consistently say, add more pictures. The more pictures you add, the more people will find you. I mean, Google will, will tell you how to help yourself because they know that, that most businesses don't do it. Unless your business is associated with something particularly fun, like uh, food or entertainment, your customers are probably not gonna fill that out for you a lot, right? So food and entertainment, yeah, I mean, the people are gonna take pictures of bands and 
and post it right there on Google. People will take pictures of their food and post it on social media, but your customers might not always be taking pictures of your apparel or things that you do or your shop for you. So in a business like ours, it's going to be important that you consistently add pictures. So add pictures of the work that you do, of your equipment running, video, anything like that your staff, whatever it might be. And that's going to help you get found more too. It also help build that credibility. So when somebody's looking on a map and they see um, two embroidery shops that are somewhat nearby, they will click on both. Maybe they both have some pretty good reviews. Some people will then look at the pictures. Yeah. And if, if they just have a fuzzy picture of their front door and you've got 30, 40 pictures of different embroidery work that looks amazing or a picture yeah. of, of you know a bachelorette party or a soccer team or something like that, that's going to give you a lot of credit, and they're going to say, yep. look at the reviews and the pictures and say, I feel like this is who I should do business with. And and Google real and that's all true. Google is really moving this towards a a bigger marketing platform than it has ever been in the past. For example, if you go to the Cold Essay profile, we've just started recently uploading our products there, mm-hmm. because when you upload your products that you sell into Google My Business then it will get shown in local searches. So if someone's looking in it for an embroidery machine, a commercial embroidery machine in Tampa, there's a good chance that Google's going to offer the Avance as a search option because we added that product to Google My Business. Now they also give you all kinds of fun stats um, that operates kind of like a Google Analytics. For example, I'm looking at Cold Essies right now. I know that we had, We've had a thousand views. Um, Seven hundred and twenty-seven were search views, where someone typed in something, and uh, Google My Business showed up our showed our profile, and someone looked at it. And three hundred and nine were Maps views, so someone was in Maps and looked for something and found us. So, like they were looking for Mark Stevenson tonight. They were looking for me. Yeah, I mean that happens all the time. What's Mark Stevenson doing tonight? Yeah, it's it, it's always Netflix. That's <laughs> really Netflix. that's really all I got. Now, also on this platform, you know, you're going to see if you look at ours again, we have 364 reviews on Google for a 4.8 um, star rating. So Not that's bad. a lot of, and it it'll actually show you the recent reviews, which I'm going to read just because it's amazing. All right. Uh, Brittany said, "Amazing company. They were on top of everything." They make getting the equipment super easy and quick. So, so how much would you pay as a business owner if someone is looking for custom apparel near you to have not only them shown where you are, great pictures of what you do, um, directions to where you are, a link to your phone number, um, but also if customers say good things, they're going to push it at the people that are looking for a business. Yeah. Like, you couldn't, you couldn't ask Google to do anything more for you. Yeah. You know, if you're a local business and yet still they offer you the chance to, um, to do things like create a post. So you can actually do blog posts on a blog style post on Google, my business that will help again, get you found. There's so so much, there's so much. It's, it's really great. And it's all fairly easy and doesn't require any technical skill. Um, The reviews I was going to say, um, if you're struggling to get a lot of reviews or maybe um, you're still pretty small, so you know you're like, oh, you know, you don't have 300 customers, let alone yeah. 300. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you can, um, you know, for one, you can just ask people to do it. 
Um, and another thing is you can kind of um, trade it as trade a favor, right? So you say you can buy, you can make some um, some can coolers that maybe have like your local city name or or, or your state or something like that. Um, yeah. Or you could get like little rubber bracelets. You can order a ton of those custom with something interesting on it. Um, and just say, hey, you know, um, if you give, give me a Google review, I'll give you one of these for free. Yeah. Now, now, one thing I want to point out is it's against Google pol policies to buy reviews. Yeah. So you can't say, I'm going to give you this if you give me a five-star review. Yes. So that's why, that's why Cold Essie and Coleman and Company, we're always very careful to encourage customers to give us an honest review. Yeah, an honest review. It, absolutely. And, and you could, if you want to say that specifically, um, and I don't, I'm not going to claim here to be an attorney on Google's rules and regulations with that. Um, you, Mark Stevenson. Will. I, I am. But I no. will say that I've gone to plenty of places that have plenty of great Google reviews yeah. and they do offer something like, you know, um, please leave, leave, a, leave, here's a coupon, leave us a review. Um, um, you know, um, you know, take one of these and leave us a review. So you could probably word it in a way where you're not necessarily buying a review and you're not buying a positive review. You're just saying, um, I'd like you to review me. Here's something yeah. for free. Um, and I think that that seems reasonable, especially um, if you're, if you're not trying to buy a five star, cause you shouldn't try to do that either. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now um, just moving on a little bit, I will say that while maybe around between 85 and 90%, depending on what you read, of searches happen on Google. So that is true. Eight and a half to nine out of every 10 searches that take place on the internet happen on Google. Yeah. The restaurant asks Jeeves. The, rest, the restaurant asks Jeeves. Um, the rest, um, you know, quite a few of the rest use uh, Microsoft um, Edge or Bing as their search engine. Now that doesn't mean that uh, all of the other search engines on the market use either um, either Google or Bing searches to power their search engines. Yeah. So, you know, I, I started using one, one called Brave and there's Opera and all these other kind of off-brand searches. They don't develop their own search algorithms. They're embedding one or part of Google or the Bing search. Yeah. So um, the great news is that is if you do a great job um, filling out your uh, Google profile, Microsoft is brilliant. And there's basically a button that says, when you go to bingplaces.com, which is the equivalent, so you show up on their search. When you go to bingplaces.com, you can just connect your Google account to it and tell them, do that. Yeah. But on Bing Places, and then you're done. You know, so that is, that is the, the lazy man's way. Even if, even if nine out of 10, even though only if one out of 10 searches are on Bing, I, I say this all the time, 100% of the people that are searching on Bing or Microsoft Edge or with the few Microsoft phones left in the universe, 100% of those people are only going to search on Bing. Yeah. You know, it's not like they're going to like, oh, it's not that they're going to search 10 times and nine times they're, times they're going to use Google and one time they're going to use Bing. It's just those guys, if you're not on Bing places, you're, you don't exist to them. Yeah. Right? That's so, funny. again, it's also free. It's also very easy. It's like filling out your Facebook info, but simpler because all you have to do is say import yeah. from, from Google My Business and, uh, and just keep up with it. You know, um, the key to 
uh, staying at the top of all these searches and being one of the top five in maps and getting shown is to, um, you know, is to keep up with it. You know, we put uh, notifications for our uh, change in hours because of COVID. You know, we have demonstration days. We have uh, online demonstration days. Um, we're open different times. There's different pickup procedures at the warehouse. All that information is pushed at you if you look us up on maps. Yeah, and, and also there's just your, your actual hours when you want to be called, um, yep. holidays, you know, things like that. Like all standard things um, are still, you know, are still all worthy. And um, again, you know, Google's going to like complete for profiles. Yeah. They're like it wants the, the goal that's kind of been stated um, per Google and search is that they are trying to help somebody find the right answer the first time for whatever yeah. they want. There you go. So if you're trying to say what t-shirt shop is near me and open now, if you've got your hours of operation in there and your location in there and your name and you've described that you're a t-shirt shop as an example, then Google's going to put all three of those together. This is near, this is open, this is a t-shirt shop, this is the one to show. And if you don't have the hours in there, it might show you second to somebody because they don't know if you're open right now. Yeah. Or if the other three people in town have the hours and you don't, you might not show up at all. Yeah, because of, right. because of the kind of top three, unless somebody dives deeper. So um, we also, you know, mentioned that we were going to talk about just some other ways to be found locally. So this is not anything we haven't spoken about before. Uh, but if there's anywhere you can list yourself locally, you should do it. So where are some places we could we could share? I mean, you could make sure that you're listed if you if there's a free li listing or even a paid listing at the uh, Chamber of Commerce for the area that links back to your business. Um, if, you, uh, if you can get listed on any of the other review services like Yelp, uh, a Nextdoor account is terrific. You know, the little local social profiles. Um, you small can business just- association. Small business association. Yeah, there's um, still people out there who, um, who, have, who get business from putting, just putting listings on places like Craigslist still. Oh yeah. You know, it's not as popular of a place, but you know, there's, there's, it's not that much effort and people still put listings on there and we'll get business from, from forums like that. So um, I don't know if Angie's list is necessarily for t-shirt shops. No, I checked, I checked right before the podcast. I was looking at them and home advisor and really not uh, not a, not a great one, but yeah. you know, like I, I just looked here in Tampa and Tampa has the 813.com directory. Okay. Yeah. I've seen that. A13 area. Um, you can list yourself on Manta, um, which is kind of a manufacturing database, but it's just another local business listing. Yeah. And also you need to um, look out for your any local um, news organizations or publications because part of what they might want to do is um, kind of as a service to their community and as a way to keep traffic is they will... Um, review businesses or provide business listings, you know, here's trusted businesses in our area, things like that. So if you have a local news organization or newspaper or TV station, uh, they might actually have business listings somewhere too and see how I'm going to link to an article on HubSpot that is basically called the ultimate list 57 online local business directories. Okay. Now we'll what I do want you to be prepared for is anytime you do anything like this, <laughs> you will get 57,000 phone calls and emails. Yeah. This is the real price you have to pay for a free listing. It at is. Any. 
It is. You You're know, going to get merchant services are going to call you. Insurance companies are going to call you. Everything you can imagine. Uh, SEO companies. Um, so be prepared for that. Yeah, Those I'll just I'll, I'll I'll just go through a couple because it's it's still kind of interesting to me um, that some of these are still around, but they still have great link juice to help you get found. Um, you should have a LinkedIn listing for oh, your yeah. business. Mm -hmm. um, you should have a Yelp. You should be part of the best Better Business Bureau, um, Foursquare, uh, MapQuest, HubSpot, Yellow Pages. You know, I mean, any of these places that you can be listed in. Um, what the way Google makes its decisions on what to show is um, by a, a a fairly mysterious cocktail of things that say I'm going to list your business over somebody else's. But Mark Vila was definitely correct in the, you know, how close is it? What are the reviews? How closely does the information you filled out on your business listing match what the inquiry is? But at some point, it starts to look at the authority of the business itself. So if you don't have a Facebook page or a web page, then you might not rank as well as somebody that's got just as good information is within about the same distance, but they have those things. Yeah. If your link that is apply, that, that applies to links in from other listings as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If you, if you are located in uh, like you said, it's a small business association, if there's a link from you there, you know, these are all little things that, that can add up um, not only for being found in search, but just when a customer is trying to decide who they want to give their credit card number to, there's a lot of little things and which is why, um, um, you know, love, hate between Amazon. I just don't really have, um, I don't have any issue with buying a product. I just bought some sandals. I wasn't sure if they were going to fit, but I know I've returned things on Amazon. So I just know if I go there and I just order it there, I don't have to worry about anything. I don't have to, my credit card's probably not going to get stolen. I know I'm going to be able to return it. Uh, so I just ordered it from there. I found a sandal site that sold the same ones, but the yeah. same price. But now I had to put in my credit card number there. Right. And I had my credit card number stolen last Christmas on a website that sold skateboards or right. maybe the year before. I think I talked about it on the show. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm not going to give my card number to that. So, uh, so there's this trust factor. And uh, if somebody is looking up your business locally and they see your website and your <laughs> Facebook profile and you happen to be listed on you know, Tampa Bay Online's website as a listing yeah. and they see a Chamber of Commerce has a link and they're just going down Google and they're seeing these things. All yeah. of those things are like giving you one more point. You know? yeah. And then eventually the person just says this, these people, they're in the community. They're part of it. They're good. Yeah. And, and, and that, that may not be a, uh, an actual thought process, but yes. that's, that's an impression that you're going to get. Yes. And also an impression is what Mark Vila's uh, leisure life is like Yeah, with ordering skateboards and sandals. I feel like, <laughs> well, the skateboard wasn't, it was a gift. Sure. Okay. And, uh, and then I have like a foot thing, so I have to wear stuff indoors. Uh, no, nobody, nobody, nobody wants to. And I was, I was forbidden from wearing my outdoor ones inside a while ago because apparently that's not, that's not, uh, that's not okay. For the floor. Not okay. Um, so I went to order new ones after my dog chewed my other indoor ones. So there's a, there's, there was a lot to that. The, the fancy, there's a lot to Mark Vila's life. I mean, I think that's really, <laughs> that's really the message there. Yeah. Um, okay. So really, I hope that 
and I, I put a link to that HubSpot article. I, I highly it. recommend it. The, um, but really what you should do is you should start with Google My Business. If you do nothing else for your marketing for the rest of the year, do that. Go in and even if you've already got one, you know, go in and spend as much time as you can just making that thing perfect. I promise it'll pay off. And once you're done with that, you're going to hit the magic button over on Bing Places and it's going to import all that information and you'll be covered for 99% of the people that might be searching your business near you. At least you'll be available to be found. Yeah. You'll have, you'll have a chance at being ranked a little bit higher. Yeah, if you've already done this this year or last year, whatever it is, I would recommend you take um, five to 10 minutes and just review these again. Um, and Mark and I do this on the cage on occasion. And um, every once in a while, we find something that was old or yeah. it doesn't, doesn't quite make as much sense. And, and honestly, I, I've put um, updating our, uh, those profiles for Coldessi in my calendar for a monthly basis. I'll go in and I'll write a, a short new post and I'll post a picture you know, a fresh picture, something that maybe Hannah took during a video or a new piece of equipment. I'll post that and I'll just like, I'll keep doing that. And I, I think it helps. Like people yeah. see the photos, you know, if I hadn't been doing that, we wouldn't have noticed that Google quietly wrote, uh, rolled out uh, putting products on Google My Business Profile. I was just oh, in there yeah. for a regular update and I noticed this and it, it's great. And now it, you know, now our products are popping up all over the place in Google searches in a new way um, than they were before. So yeah, that's awesome. That's great. So um, I think that that maybe wraps up everything we needed to cover today. Yeah, I think so. Uh, just go and do it, it real quick. If you've done it, if you haven't done it recently, just check it again. Yeah. Um, and, and I think the calendar thing is a pretty good idea. And, um, this is one of the, the simplest things you can do that will 100% get you business at yeah. some point in time. There, there's no doubt that making sure you have a good Google maps listing will get your business found and will make you money and it will take yeah. you, it the, the return on investment is 15 minutes of time and, uh, years Years of business, of, of years business. of business, years of business. Uh, and okay. it might not happen right away, but it will, it will definitely happen. So, so I guess that's your, that's your homework then is to go yeah. to googlemybusiness.com and uh, start the process. Great. Okay. This has been Mark Stevenson and Mark Vila. You guys have a good free Google business listing business. Wow. That was a good one. That was a good okay, fact. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you.